0: In the lead-up to the 2020 season, we all couldn't wait to see Valentine Holmes back in action in the NRL. But unfortunately, his return has been put on hold with the season also put on hold. But we're lucky enough to be joined by the Cowboys fullback right now from Townsville. Val, how are you travelling in isolation?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it is a bit scary, isn't it? Um, I'm just trying to get by, obviously. Trying to stay sane uh, as much as I can. It's um, very hard. Obviously, for us boys, we're all... All we want to do is kind of, you know, be around each other, train and obviously play games is is our main thing. And we've done all the hard work in preseason and for it kind of to be put on hold now. it's um, Especially for me, obviously, coming back, uh, we're only playing two games. It's kind of annoying. I just want to kind of stay out there and get back out there as soon as we can. And, you know, have some fun again.
0: You're in a little bit of an interesting situation. Your, your brother-in-law, Michael Morgan, is the captain of the team. Is it a good or bad time to have the captain as your brother-in-law, knowing that he's right? You know, is he riding you, saying, "Mate, you're doing your stuff," or is it good to have him there and you can lean on each other and, and think about different ways of training and coming up with different ideas?
1: Yeah, um, no, I'd say a bit of both. You know, we're pretty uh, comfortable with how we uh, you know talk to each other about anything really. Even now, in the situation now, um, we've been going out training together, and you know, putting kicks up for me. I'm still trying to do the little things I can. um, You know, with just two people rather than whole team activity stuff, it's kind of hard. But um, yeah, something like that you can kind of call on whenever. It's it always kind of be there for me. How thankful are you that
0: you're back in Australia now and not over in the US on your own?
1: Yeah, definitely. It would have been a lot harder on me if. I was um, still over in New York, uh, especially by myself, and I'm pretty sure New York's probably been hit one of the hardest places so far. Um, but you know, yeah, obviously everything happens for a reason. I'm kind of glad I came back now, um, got my family here, and if now that we are in lockdown. It's good to be kind of around people. Um, you know, you love being around, and you can uh, stay close to and, and kind of call on when, when you need to, and, um, and definitely. Would have been harder if I was there. I mean, I guess I would have probably come back straight away if um, if I was still there, anyways. So, um, but yeah, and saying that, I'm you know I'm glad glad I'm back home.
0: Before round one of the season launch, I sat down and had a chat with you and so spoke about how excited you were for that first game at the new stadium. If we rewind a month or so, how how was that
1: experience? Was it everything you expected and more? Yeah, definitely. Is um, the build up to the game was. You know, it felt like a, a really big game. Obviously, it was my first, it was round one, my first game for Cowboys. Um, the opening of the new stadium. Um, you know, I was lively that whole week in Townsville. Um, but it just, it felt literally like a, we're preparing for like a final type game. You know, it was um, obviously against Broncos. Everyone knows uh, the Cowboys and Broncos games are a really good match to watch. Uh, Friday night, footy. And, uh, I think kind of the hype got to, got to me a bit. Townsville was buzzing. You know, people were flying in. Like it was getting a lot busier. I could tell throughout the week. Um, our training, uh, you know, finally preparing for a real game rather than uh, preseason is was different. Um, and just having been in that kind of that vibe, that kind of situation for a whole more more than 12 months, I'd say 15 months. So uh, it was pretty much my last game uh, since then. And just to be back in it all, and yeah, like I said, it was my first. Game for the Cowboys, uh, playing at the new stadium uh, against Broncos. That's that's why I kind of I forgot what what it was like to prepare for you know a kind of big match like that. Obviously uh signing back home was bigger big enough for my, myself, um, so I had to try and block all those outside things that I couldn't really control. And um, but yeah, besides that, you know everything kind of I was expecting the way it did. Besides the result, uh, would have been good to. Obviously, get the win there for the for the fans and for our family and for ourselves. at The new stadium would have been a good way to start it off there, but wasn't to be. So,
0: was that game the point where you realised, hey, I've I've made the right decision here, like coming back to the NRL and signing with the Cowboys?
1: Yeah, I think so. I'm really, really, really happy up here. Um, obviously, to be with my wife and my family, and you know, most of the Cowboys players I I know, um, just from from always being up here um, and playing against them as well. And, um, obviously everyone knows how close Michael and I are but I'm also close to this, you know, a few of the younger boys I went to school with Hesse and uh, played against a few of the younger boys in the in the lower grades. So it's um and they've all been, you know, very welcoming and, and awesome uh, since I've been back. So it's um you yeah, know, I'm very happy I'm I'm back home and um obviously the new stadium's unreal. Um, you know, town's on the up and it's cool to just to be, you know, back. Kind of where it all started, you know, born and raised here, and to be able to play for the team that I once looked up looked up to when I was a kid, um, going to the Cowboys games, watching Maddie and JT run around. It's so pretty cool to, you know, pull on that jersey after that.
0: What about crossing for your first try
1: uh, since returning to the game? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, score, score a try in the, in the new stadium, the first one was um, something special, you know, obviously it probably would have been easier if I passed it. Uh, Benny was. <laughs> And he was getting up me if I if I hadn't scored that he was um, you know he was he wasn't gonna not let me hear about it so um, you know, I was definitely lucky I got over but um, yeah it was obviously a a kind of good moment for myself but you know I, I would have rather got the result rather than anything I'd done myself that's what it, all I always boys want to do is just win and especially coming from a year out of it you know I just want that winning feeling again which we end up getting the next week but. Um, yeah, you know, still can score a try.
0: There was always going to be plenty of talk about your return and how you fared in your first two games back. Some former players criticised uh, the way you played at full-back. You've been around the game for a while though, despite still being young. Uh, do you find it easy
1: to block out the criticism and the noise, or do you find it hard to do it? I have kind of, you know, been in that kind of light before, where you know you're not going to get all praises. People are going to have opinions, and whether they're good or bad, it. it it doesn't really phase me. Um obviously you you'll hear about it. Um it'll be pop up somewhere on your phone or in the paper or on T V or even the other boys might be talking about it. Like I don't know, whether they're trying to stir you up or make it as fuel to the fire to play well the next week or just whatever it is. It you just gotta try and learn to uh, I guess brush it and um and that's one thing I've learned um when I was at the Shark, you know, having not those older boys around me. Um and I them or theirs that helped us out a lot and um, you know they're always pretty much coming up to us saying you know you're probably going to cop a bit um, you know coming up through your age and how well you guys are playing and stuff and they just said to try and obviously block it out when you can and um, not always be on your phone after a game or um, during during the weeks of games because they're always going to try and get in your head and stuff like that but you know, one thing I've always um, kind of told myself is I don't really kind of care what other people. Um, say like, their opinions. I don't play for them. I only play for, obviously, our team, my family, my close friends and myself. So, you know, obviously, everyone has opinions and um, they can say whatever they want. But you know, it's whether you kind of let that get to you or you just brush it and use those fields of fire for the next game or,
0: or whatever it is. As you mentioned, unfortunately, you've only played two games in your return season. Is that really frustrating or are you using this time and thinking of it as a positive, knowing that you can hone in on a few skills that you didn't really get on top of in the pre-season?
1: Obviously, a bit of both. I just miss the team camaraderie. You know, I'm used to kind of just going to training and being told what to do. Um, You know, I'm sure most boys are. You know, we've all got a routine throughout the year. And, um, you know, whether it's training Tuesday, Thursday, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or whatever it is. um, You know, I kind of miss that and just miss... You Know preparing for something towards the end of the week rather than, um, you know, just going out to training, uh, going out to the park and just kicking the ball and training because you can't really, I mean, you can work on little things for yourself, um, but you can't really do stuff as a team, which is what we need to kind of work on, you know, shapes wise or you know, even tackling. Like, I'm not going to go out and tackle Michael, um, yeah. it's just kind of hard to do stuff like that, you know, um, where when we were training, um, like preparing for a game or something, you can do all that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, it, um, makes me it's making me think about it a lot more. And, um, you know, I am trying to stay focused and fit and prepare well. I obviously don't want to, when the season does come back around, whenever it is, I don't want to, you know, be in bad shape or anything where it could cause, you know, injury or, or whatnot. So, um, you know, I'm sure every player out there is still trying to, um, keep fit and, and all that, because we don't know when the season's going to start. So it's uh, kind of a bit tough.
0: You mentioned it, it is tough not being able to be out there with your teammates and tackle and, and work on drills. How, how long, ideally, would players have to get ready? Can you work off two weeks' notice, given every other player in the competition would work off
1: the same base? Uh, I think I think month a month would be good, just like a mini preseason, working hard, get your fitness back. Uh, get your ball skills back and kicking and and all that, but more so, I reckon you're just going to get game fitness by playing the games. You're not going to, even after those the whole preseason, I still wasn't 100% fit, game fit, game ready in the first game. You know, I was still blowing. I'm sure a lot of the boys were. You usually get game fit after playing the first three or four games. Um, hopefully, uh, before that, we can, you know, hopefully get back in together and train for a couple of weeks. Um, I'm sure they wouldn't expect us just to play straight away. That'd be That'd be pretty tough,
0: yeah. There's been a bit of talk about how we could restart the competition. One of them is in two different conferences. Uh, as a fan of American sports and especially the NFL, are you a fan of the NRL
1: recommencing in a conference format? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not sure how they would do that. Um, we obviously, I mean, if you're talking statewide, most of the teams are in New South Wales, we got three teams here. Melbourne and, and Canberra and obviously New Zealand it's um, I don't know I, wasn't, I don't know that's the first time I've heard of that uh, I don't really watch all the footage shows, so I didn't really know too much I just know that there was talk about going to an island or um, something about June 1 or July 1. Uh, but I haven't really been paying too much attention to it. I'm just kind of waiting for the coaches or someone from the clubs to let us know when we're back training and that's when that's when I'm going to go but yeah, I mean I just want to get back out there as soon as we can. You know, not only will it um have look have something fun to look forward to on the weekend, but you know, a lot of fans I'm sure they they'd love to see Footy back again and um, they'll have something to look forward to on the weekends as well and um it would just be hard, uh, i think in any time soon playing but, you know, hopefully we can't really write uh, off write off anything too far.
0: There's an innovative committee right now called Project Apollo. If you had to
1: uh,
0: stand in front of them and sell Townsville as a possible place for eight teams to play in a conference and sell the season, would it be an easiest easy sell for you
1: given the brand-new stadium up there? I'd give it a try. I'd get maybe one of the other boys, Jason, with me. You know, we're both not very big talkers or or anything like that, but, um, you know, just having him there, standing there and, and saying a few words, I'm sure that would... Um, a bit better to bring it up here. Obviously, there's a new stadium. There's um, a big thing to talk about. There's obviously a lot of hotels um, around as well near the the city area. Um, it's quiet up here. Not many, you not know, not as many cases as it is in bigger cities of the um, coronavirus. Um, so that's another reason. It's down. It's beautiful weather. It's start, it's almost getting into winter soon. I think so. It's um, not too hot at the moment. Uh, Beautiful weather to play some footy and uh, close to the home for, for us Cowboys.
0: <laughs> mate, you've, you've sold it to me. I'd, I'd be more than happy to head up there. And if Jason Tamalola was standing alongside you, I couldn't say no to him. Whatever he said, uh, I'd have go. to say yeah. uh, yes, mate, whatever. And uh, in terms of teammates, who would be, if you had, if you had to all stay on, on the same site um, as a team and as an organisation, who would be the worst teammate to be
1: stuck with? I always seem to give it to him, but I, I couldn't I wouldn't want a room. Or he's a good bloke, but um, you know I feel like once he gets bored, he'll be nagging you. He'll just be a pest and annoying. It would be Josh McGuire. Uh, I'm sure a couple of boys would probably say him. Other than that, if it's just day to day, he's good to be around. Uh, it's good for a chat and, and laugh or whatever. But you know for sixteen weeks or however long it would be, uh, that's probably one person I wouldn't. One to at least room with?